Okay, so I just recorded this whole first episode and it literally like deleted. So I just have to do it all over again. Like it didn't delete, but it recorded like the first clip and then it just stopped working. So like I'm really sad about that. But anyways, I'm going to have to redo this and now I'm kind of angry. So I'm not going to make a good first impression. But hi, so welcome to my podcast. Yay. Cue the applause noises. Um, so first of all, the podcast name is Taro Time. Let me explain a little bit. Um, I love taro and like taro milk tea. And I love also sweet potato. And I feel like taro and sweet potato are just like, they're like cousins. But like my love for sweet potato is more like, like solid form. Taro's like liquid form. That made no sense, but also like, I don't care. Um, yeah, that's the podcast name. I feel like, I don't know, I was thinking really hard about what to name the podcast. And then I decided on Taro Time. Because, first of all, alliteration. Second of all, I love Taro. Moving on. I feel like I don't need to explain that that much. Um, what to expect further on in this podcast? I think, honestly, I was trying to make it really structured and be like, okay, mine, it's going to be like 50% like conversational, like 25% actually smart, and then like 25% emotional, like mental health, whatever. But then like I was thinking as I was doing the rest of the podcast and I was like, no, like that's not going to happen at all. It's like I'm not never ever going to be in the mood to like do something really structured and scheduled and whatever so i feel like i'm just gonna see what happens i don't have i have no idea what this podcast is gonna be on as i'm recording it so i feel like it's not really gonna work if i try to make like if i try to force something that's not natural if you know what i mean so let's just get right into it So basically the last podcast, not the last podcast, because it just went away, like disintegrated into the earth. But like what I was talking about was how people who listen to true crime podcasts are really a different breed. Like I know to some people it's really interesting. But like why? Like I feel like who would want to listen to like this person be like was murdered and like it was very tragic and it was extremely traumatizing and like their whole extended family is scarred and like no one can live in this town anymore because it's like so traumatizing because of this case and then people will literally eat it up like they will actively listen to these random people retelling traumatic ass stories of like children being killed and like and then they're, like, fine with it. And then they, like, just listen to it, like, like and, like, fall asleep to it. Like, what? Like, I, I really don't get it. I really do not get it. Anyways, that's pretty much what the whole episode I previously recorded before it was deleted was about. But I feel like I kind of don't want to talk about that anymore. Like, I, like I already got, like, the... Like, the, like, all of the emotion is gone. Just because I already, like, ranted about it for, like, 45 minutes. But I don't know. I feel like I got, I got the gist of, like, why I find it so fucking weird. Anyways. 
yeah, let's talk about... Hmm, what else should we talk about? I don't know, I feel like I have so much freedom and control over this podcast. Like, I could literally talk about anything I want, and I could just decide. I don't know, I have to, like, think about this. Hold on, I'm pausing this. Oh my god, by the way, it's my sister's birthday, because it's, like, 1am. Felicidades, Andrea. Hope you have a really good birthday. Love you so much. I feel like literally no one is going to listen to this so I can talk about whatever I want. Okay, so I kind of have something I want to talk about, but it's not really like a concrete topic. It's just kind of like my experience with eating disorder recovery. Whoa, this is already getting really deep, like deeper than I want it to be. Am I ready to talk about this? I don't know. I feel like I've already committed just by stating it. So let's talk about it. Okay, so I've been in eating disorder recovery for like five months. I've actually only been trying for about a month. Um, and I feel like that's kind of what I want to talk about, about how like recovery, like there's, it's like, there's no way to tell if you're actually in recovery until like you're recovered. I feel like just like, I don't know. I feel like when I first entered recovery, I was not, I was not having it. Let's just say that. Like I was still counting everything. Well, I'm going to give a trigger warning for um, eating disorders. So if you're sensitive to um, any of this, I would recommend you click off. But uh, like during the first like four months, not, not for four months, maybe like two months of recovery, I was still counting all my calories and I was like definitely not trying to even eat more or like have any type of food freedom. Like I was not even looking for that. I feel like I was I like my end goal was not to be a normal recovered person. Like I thought like I was definitely doomed to just have this eating disorder for my whole life and that like that was it like there was no out um but then I feel like now like three or four months later I'm like so much more of a different person than I was back then if that makes sense like in terms of being in recovery and I feel like that's the case for a lot of people who go through eating disorder recovery But I feel like I've never heard anyone actually say it, except I feel like those people who, like, make this distinction between, like, recovery and then, like, all-in recovery. I feel like I'm definitely an all-in recovery right now, just because, I don't know, I feel like I've changed so much from when I first started recovery. Like... I don't know, I feel like I'm definitely so much more in tune with not only my hunger, but just, like, my emotions as a whole. Because obviously eating disorders are not just about, like, being hungry or, like, whatever. Like, oh, yes, this and that. Like, black and white thinking. Like, it's definitely more, like, I don't know, I feel like it's almost been, like, a spiritual journey and just, like, actually listening to what my body needs from me. And, like, honoring that is such, like, 
has honestly been such like a beautiful like I don't know I feel like I'm being so dramatic I'm sorry I feel like I'm being so dramatic but like really like truly it's been like spiritually healing like there's no other way I can describe it but like on it like really loving yourself despite how your body looks and obviously we have off days but like for the most part honoring yourself as like a being and like knowing what you need and then like also acting upon what you need and giving it to yourself is like I feel like normal people who don't have eating disorders don't have to consciously do that but like after you've gone through an eating disorder and recovery like making that step towards actually like honoring yourself is so beautiful and I feel like I want everyone to be able to experience that, honestly. Because it's just, like, so liberating. And, like, so vulnerable. And, like, I don't know. Just wanted to share that. Because it's, like, honestly, I feel like for the past month or, like, for the past three weeks, I've been kind of, like, noticing how much better I feel. Like, consciously giving myself and my body, what it needs. And, like, I just realized how, like, amazing that was. Like, I'm so proud of myself. Like, slay. Like, kind of win, slay. Um, I don't know. I feel like I just wanted to share that. Because it's, like, been, like, in my mind a lot. And, yeah. That was a really heavy topic, and I feel like I just exposed myself so much. But honestly, I don't care because I feel like no one's actually going to listen to this. So, on to the next topic, I guess. I feel like I want this podcast to be like 30 minutes long. I feel like that's a good length. I don't know. Maybe it's not a good length and I'm just making that up. But what should we talk about next? Let's see. Okay, I just said I wanted to move on to a lighter topic, but I feel like that's definitely not going to happen because what I'm going to talk about next is honestly something that's, like, really affected me, I feel like, mentally. And I think a lot of people feel this way, and they're not... Not that they're not brave enough to admit it, but I feel like it's just, like, a scary thing to confront. And, like, a lot of people don't even want to think about it. But I feel like... Well, like, I I feel like a lot of people feel this way, so I'm not even, like, scared to say it, but, like, not feeling good enough. Like, okay, I know I just went on a whole, like, rant about feeling, like, proud of myself because I overcame something, but this is, I mean, in terms of, like, academics and, like, school and, like, like, I feel like, I don't know, I'm in junior year, so I'm, like, like, the anxiety of, like, going to college and like oh my god sorry the cars holy shit oh my god okay ignore that that that's the street i live on like it's so loud anyways um like i'm in junior year right and like the anxiety and like the like hype of like college and like having to get into college and like having to be the best student and like 
having to cure cancer and like and like having to like restore 11,000 beaches and like recycle a thousand tons of plastic and like I feel like it's all getting to me and I feel like I'm not doing enough ever and I feel like because I'm not doing enough I'm this like piece of shit lazy person who like will never achieve anything in life and will end up going like nowhere but honestly I feel like it's just not true like I don't know like especially when I go on like YouTube or like TikTok especially like during this season where everyone's getting into like their early decision colleges or whatever and then they like get into like Harvard and like MIT and you're like oh I really want to go there like I love those schools and then like you go on and it's like oh yeah I was in the math olympiad and I like started a summer camp for like people who are interested in math like I'm listing very specific examples from, like, this one video I saw. And, like, no hate to this person at all. But, like, I feel like I'm never gonna do that. Just because, like, not because I'm not motivated enough. Because, honestly, if I had the time, I would do it. But I feel like my personal life is so... Not complicated, but I feel like in my day-to-day life, I have no time to be doing stuff like that. Like, oh my god. I'm sorry. Um... And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I should have the time, but I don't. And it's, like, it's a weird feeling to, like, because I feel like I do have the time, you know what I mean? Like, I could, like, spend half of my day, like, working on, like, a passion project or, like, like, helping thousands of people. Like, I, but, like, I don't. But I feel like we should all just come to terms with the fact that it's fine. Like, we don't have to all be saviors in this world. And we don't all have to, like, I don't know, like, save a thousand trees and, like, eight species from extinction by the time we're, like, what, 17? Like, I don't know. I feel like it's so... It's such a weird concept that, like, now more than ever, like, when, like, college admissions are becoming super selective and, like, people and, like, literally, like, children are being expected to do so much. And, like, some people can do it. And, like, honestly, props to them. Like, I'm so happy for you. Like, go off. But at the same time, I can't help feeling like shit because I'm not doing any of it. You know what I mean? And I feel like so many people feel this way. And, like, it's not talked about at all. And I feel like I want to talk about it. I don't know. Does this make any sense? Am I making any sense? I feel like I'm not making any sense. Like, I'm just blabbering. I don't care. I'm gonna keep talking about it. Like, oh my god. Like, what? Like, I don't know. I feel like we're literally, like, what? I'm 16, and, like, I'm already have supposed to, like, done, like... I don't know. Oh my god. Like, I feel like I already said it all, basically. Like, like we're expected to do so much by the time we're, like, 17 to get into these, like, super amazing colleges and whatever. And then, like, most of us aren't doing it. And it's, like, the people who are doing it are making us feel bad. I don't know, but it's also, like, not their fault. Like, 
like they're not doing it to make us feel bad they're doing it because like they're actually passionate about it but i feel like for example me okay i'm not like a terrible student i like get straight a's and like i do really well in school and i have two clubs but still i feel like shit because i haven't cured cancer like you know what i mean like it's like i feel like i should be proud of myself for the things i'm doing but i can't because there's people doing more things than i am and like not to be mean but like i feel like like these are people like i could be these people i could be doing the things these people are doing but i'm not and that makes me like lazy or like not worthy enough of going to like a really good college but like i am worthy enough to be going like i don't know i feel like it's just this weird feeling and i feel like a lot of people have it i don't know Mm, that was like a long silent period i'm sorry i'm gonna pause it because i don't know what else to say okay so i feel like it's time to move on to a lighter topic or like a few lighter topics just because i feel like those last two were very heavy but i don't know i feel like i those are things i just wanted to get off my chest because i don't know i feel like a lot of people need to hear it not need to hear it but i feel like a lot of people share the same experience and like sharing experiences and like hearing people say your feelings or is like kind of comforting at least to me i don't know maybe i'm just like weird but yeah um let's move on to a lighter topic yay plants i love plants i love all my plants but sometimes i feel like i cannot take care of them so like around last year like in the summer i grew like an avocado seed like i feel like it was really popular on tiktok to have an avocado plant and i made one and like it's gotten very big and i remember i named her like water kate because in spanish like aguacate so it's like water kate i don't know like one of my friends gave me that name shout out denise um but like she goes through phases not not my friend denise the plant water kate she goes through like phases where she's like really happy and like like her leaves are like sprouting and whatever and then suddenly like she just gets really sad and like all her leaves fall off and like get brown and it's like i don't know what's wrong with her i feel like she just goes through phases maybe she's bipolar i have no idea um but like when when her leaves like brown and like fall off i get really frustrated because i have no idea what's wrong and like i just like water like i i just like pretend like nothing's happening and i like take care of it like her like as if nothing was going on and then like she just gets better and i feel like honestly same like not gonna lie and then i have this ponytail palm plant she doesn't have a name but like i didn't rescue her because like she was fine but like she wasn't like she didn't get the attention that she needed like like i remember like it was gifted to my sister like 2016 and then she left her for college and like now i have it and like 
I adopted her. Oh my god, why am I talking about these plants like they're people? Like, <laughs> I adopted um, this plant, like, also around, like, l- late last year. Um, and, like, she's thriving. Like, before, like, you know how po- ponytail palms, like, the ends of the leaves get, like, brown and, like, like, they get really ugly and droopy and, like, tangled. But, like, I spent, like, a whole afternoon, like, like, repotting her and, like, getting off all all of the dead roots and, like, like, she was super root-bound because she hadn't been repotted in, like, a while. And then I repotted her and, like, she sprung up. She was, like, thriving. And, like, now, honestly, she's chilling in her new pot. And, like, honestly, like, I love her so much. And, like, she's so low-maintenance. I barely have to water her. Um, she's always happy. Like, I don't know. I feel like like I'm like she's an inspirational queen honestly like TBH and like yeah that's basically her story my other plant is this elephant ear which I propagated from like this resort I went to in Terrenas and I propagated her and I put her in like this like Planeta Azul water bottle and like she was in the Planet Azul water bottle since I got her. And she sprouted, like, three new leaves in, like, the span of a month. And it was so cool. Like, I literally got to see her metamorphosis. And then, like, around December, when I had COVID, I decided to put her in soil. And, like, she's... I feel like I think she has transplant shock because like she was fine for the first like week and now she's like super like droopy and like I really do not want this plant to die like I really don't like I'm like emotionally attached to her because like she's so pretty like she's the first plant I actually like propagated successfully and like now she's super droopy and I don't know what to do but like like, for example, like, I literally had to take, like, plant, like, wire and, like, wire her, like, stem so it wouldn't, like, droop onto the table. And, like, like I don't know. I feel like I'm so emotionally dependent on this plant surviving right now. And, like, we'll just see what happens. I don't know. I'll give an update in the next episode on all my plants. But, like, I'm really hoping she pulls through. And then... We have, oh my god, my pothos. My pothos is amazing. Like, I, okay, so basically, um, I went on a trip with my friends to Arroyo Frio, which is like in a mountain. And then when we all came back, I dropped off my best friend at her house and shout out Isa, whatever. And like her neighbors have a bunch of like pothos plants in the parking lot. And I literally like full on cut off a whole ass branch from this plant and like looked up so many videos on like how to propagate pothos because it was my first propagation and like I was like super determined to make it work and like she's still alive to this day and like I put her in soil and everything and like she was fine she was thriving and then literally like last week 
I saw that one of the propagations was popping a new leaf. And it literally brought me so much serotonin. Like, like the propagations were doing fine, but, like, I didn't, like, know that it was possible for them to, like, grow new leaves. Like, 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 full-on new leaves from, like, the soil. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, like, it's not, like, branching from, like, another... Like, it's not branching from, like, the same stem. It's, like, coming out of the soil. And it's, like, oh, my God. Like, I got so excited. I don't know. I feel like I should definitely do more research on plants before I take on to be their parents. Because, like, I had no idea they could do that. And, like, it made me so happy because now I feel like I'm going to have, like, this beautiful pothos bush. And, like, I it literally came from, like, two or three leaves. And I'm so happy. I don't know. Just wanted to share that. Um, next. I have this snake plant, which I rescued from my parents, because my parents have, like, a bunch of snake plants, but, like, they don't really take care of them. Like, most of them just, like, start dying, and then we put them in our parking lot, and they just, like, wither. But, like, this one, I was determined to, like, okay, I'm gonna take care of this one so well. And now it's fucking dying. Like, it has, like, three fucking, like, leaves, and, like, one of them is, like, lying on the floor and honestly i've kind of lost all hope for her because like i know you're only supposed to water them like like once every two weeks but like i feel like she needs more water but like she's also like a succulent so i don't want to overwater her and i have no idea what to do i feel like most of the time i have no idea what to do with plants like it's literally just a crapshoot but like i'm sorry snake plant but i've literally lost all hope in you I'm sorry, I but I'm like staring right at it, and I feel so bad for thing saying this. You know what? I'm no. I'm gonna give you a chance. I love you. Like I'm literally talking to it right now. I'm sorry, but like I feel really bad for saying that I lost hope in her. Actually, I didn't lose hope in her. I hope she pulls through. Anyways, I feel like I've just went on a six minute like talk about plants and said absolutely nothing of any substance, but. Oh my god, my street is so loud, I'm sorry. But yeah, plants. Plants are fun. Yeah. Okay. And then, while on my break, I also thought about talking about productivity. And how sometimes it can be really fun, but it can also be really, like, draining and toxic. So let's talk about that. So I don't know. I think around summer of last year when I was taking my summer course, I got really into like time blocking on Google Calendar and like setting out like times to do things. And then I was really good at following them at first. And like it was really fun to plan everything I was going to do out like in a like a organized manner and I felt really good about it like I was like oh my god I'm like getting my life together like this is the moment where I become a really productive and like hard-working person and adult but like after a while it got really frustrating because I found myself not doing what I set out to do in a day and like while like obviously it's fine not to be super productive one day like I was like I like I found myself feeling super disappointed in myself and like like worthless because I like didn't study chapters 1 through 5 
from 5 to 8 p.m. And, like, I feel like I should not be doing that. And then I stopped time blocking and, like, organizing and, like, micromanaging my days for, like, a while. And then I started back up for school. And then, like, I was doing really good at first and then I stopped. And then, like, now I feel like shit when I don't do it. And, like, I feel like I shouldn't feel like shit. I don't know. Like, okay, for example, like, this past week, um, I, I, like, on my schedule, I said I was gonna go to the gym three times this week, right? And I only ended up going twice. And then I was like, okay, to make up for it, I'm gonna go on Friday, because I have no plans on Friday. And then I didn't go on Friday. And I was like, okay, I'll just go Saturday. And then I didn't go Saturday. And then today is Saturday. And, like, I feel, I, feel, like, felt so bad. I was like, oh, my God. Like, what? I, like, I'm literally a failure. But, like, that is so bad. Like, I should not feel this way. You know what I mean? Like, like I am the master of my time. Why am I feeling bad that I am managing my time as I see fit? I should not feel that way. I don't know. Am I making any sense? I feel like it's like, it's one fifty four a.m. And I'm so delusional. And I'm like word blabbering so much. But like, I feel like I should not feel this way about not going to the gym. Or like going to the gym like one time less than I thought I was going to in a week. I don't know. And like, the thing is, I did everything else on my schedule. Like, I was still super responsible this week, and I did all my homework, and I did everything I was supposed to except this one thing. And, like, I can't help but, oh, like, hyper-fixate on this one thing I didn't do. And it's, like, weird and bad and, like, toxic. Like, why am I being so self-critical about this, like, one thing that has no impact on the course of my life? I don't know. Just wanted to share. Um, I feel like I shouldn't feel that way. And no one should feel that way. So that's why I'm talking about it. Because I feel like feeling that way, this way is like dumb and like makes no sense. I should be proud of myself for the things that I actually did. And not feel like shit for the things I didn't do. Because in the end, I decided not to do it for a reason. Even though that reason was, like, laziness. Like, maybe I need rest. Like, hello? Like, I need to rest. And I feel like being productive all the time is honestly unhealthy. And, like, it's good to not have anything to do. Because I feel like, literally, when I had nothing to do, is when I decided to start this podcast. And, like, look how well it's going. Like, I have 30 minutes of content right here. And I feel like this is going to flourish into something really fun and good. So, yeah. Um, what else? I feel like, I don't know. Like, I, for example, like, like, not doing this thing I set out to do, like, flourished into, like, 
doing this, which I did not plan, and I feel like is going to be amazing. So, like, in the end, planning out everything is bad. And I feel like if it works for you, then keep doing it. But, like, if you're like me, and you, when you don't do something, you feel like shit, then what is the point? Because, like, obviously when we're, like, in our productive modes, like, building out this entire plan for the week, we're going to think we're in this mood for, like, the whole week. And, like, over-schedule ourselves and, like, overwork ourselves. And then when it's a Saturday night and you're supposed to, like, be doing your centripetal acceleration AP physics homework and you're not and you're, like, watching a TV show, then you're going to feel bad. But, like, you shouldn't feel bad because it, it's a Saturday night. Why would the fuck would you be doing, like, your assignment on centripetal acceleration like you know what i mean like i feel like over scheduling yourself and like micromanaging every minute of your life is not good and like maybe i should stop doing it but i feel like definitely on monday during study hall i will be doing that exact same thing which i am telling myself not to do now because I'm going to be feeling so productive. And then the cycle is going to repeat itself again. But maybe from this little self-talk conversation, I might feel less bad about not doing things. Because I feel like it's definitely, like, time blocking is beneficial because it gives you, like, some sort of organization. But, like, it shouldn't stress me out this much if I'm not doing what I set out to do the end moral of this story um okay there's a lot of other things i want to talk about but i think if i go any longer then it's this podcast is gonna be too long so i'm ending it here um all the good things must come to an end also it's 2 a.m and i need to fall asleep so Thank you so much if anyone is actually listening. Um, if you are listening, I love you so much. Like, true fan. <laughs> what am I saying? I have zero fans. Um, but yeah. Goodbye. Good night. Um, in any instance you're listening to this, I hope you had a good time and my voice is like accompanying you okay goodbye love you